everyone. Welcome to the Magical Healing the World podcast. My name is David here with my lovely wife, Ms. Megan. Hey, y'all. And we got a super special guest with us today. Uh, we have been trying to nail down dates and get times for this. For years. Yeah, this incredible soul. And we are so grateful to have her and her energy uh, with us. Amber has been part of Magical for such a long time, since the beginning, been through so many of our experiences and has grown with us as Magical has grown. Welcome and thank you for your time with us, Amber. Oh, thank you so much. It's truly, it's an incredible honor to be talking to you guys. <laughs> um, you know, it's so funny because I found out about Majorful because I used to work with you, David, back east. <laughs> um, it was... No, it's, it's, we're together. Oh my gosh, we're in a world uh old uh, adp doing our authorized dealer stuff and uh what 12 years later um yeah how, how did you end up reconnecting with major claw i would love to hear that yeah so um you guys you, you created the the group on facebook and you know you invited me to it and i'm always supporting i mean it, it looked amazing so i'm gonna support my friends you know and i just i was had it on just it would you know show up in my news feed kind of in the background so really magical was on my Facebook uh, newsfeed in my background for uh, just a really long time. Um, but it was about, uh, I would say really last summer that I just really started just your messages that you would post and the things that you were saying just really caught my attention. It's like, I couldn't ignore it. Um, so I got led to the podcast and you guys had so much content on there and just listening from the very beginning and hearing Megan's story and your story, there was just both elements from both of your stories that I connected to so much um, that I related to so much. And I was just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this might be what I've needed like my entire life. I, it's really hard to explain um, really just the, 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 the depth of what both, what Megan experienced just from all of her lifetime of just abuse and just uh, just illness and things like that. And just being able to come out on the other side of it, the beautiful, just incredible healer that she is. And then your battle with addiction um, and the fact that you were able to overcome that. I was just, I was, I felt like there was a light to the end of my tunnel, if that makes sense. And so. that's exactly why we're doing what we're doing because I'm like, gosh, damn it. The one that my life would have been so much easier. And, you know, if we can say, you know, because my healing journey has been very, very, very long, a lifetime, really. And, and so the whole purpose, part of the purpose is, you know, if we can knock years and years off of someone's healing journey, then we've done an incredible job. You know what I mean? Because that's everything, getting your life back. A million percent, Megan. That's literally, I, I feel like I tell you that all the time you you literally gave me my life back by just empower giving me the tools to empower myself uh, you know so basically i just from the very beginning i never really felt kind of safe I, i've had a i had a beautiful relationship with my mother but i did not with my father um i call myself a, a curbside kid because my parents were never married so i lived with my mother primarily and my father just wasn't a very present part of my life and I just, I didn't realize the depth of the trauma that that was going to, I was going to carry with me throughout my life with that. And then just life happened, you know, continuously to me. Um, 
you know, when I met David at ADT, I was at an interesting place in my life because I had, um, shortly after my employment there, I lost my boyfriend that I'd been with for seven years. And it was insane because, you know, you're, you have a high school sweetheart. You think that you're going to spend the rest of your life with them, although the relationship wasn't the healthiest. It's still in your purview of being, you know, 22 years old and being with someone that long. You think you're going to spend the rest of your life with them. And then, right, of course all of a sudden they're ripped from your life. It just, mm. it, and then having that um, sense of abandonment from my father, it just. And, then, and, and Amber, let me ask you, cause just cause I've, I've heard your story bits and pieces of it before, not the whole thing though. Looking forward to this, but was it a breakup or was this the long relationship that you had and he actually passed away? Uh, yeah, we were in an active relationship when he died. Um, we were living together. Uh, we were. So that's way, that's way more traumatic. I mean, it's traumatic to have a boyfriend break up with you, obviously. But I mean, to have one from this realm takes it to a whole, whole other level of trauma. It was insane. And, you know, and to be completely honest, like the way that it happened, it was, it's just, it, it, it was really traumatic. So he had an aneurysm, um, which for people that don't know, basically he had a, a rupture in his brain, uh, a blood vessel burst in his brain. So that's typically when that happens, um, you usually pass away immediately. You usually die immediately, but he was actually, uh, in the hospital for, I guess, two weeks, um, going through ups and downs of thinking he's going to make it. And then, you know, having a down moment and, it just, it was wild. Um, oh and then him having the aneurysm, uh, yeah. And then him having the aneurysm burst, like we were just in bed, you know, I picked him up. Um, he was doing weekends in jail because he had a, a pretty crazy <laughs> tumultuous young life, but, um, I picked him up from the jail and he had this crazy headache, but he refused to go get treatment. Um, he didn't have insurance and he didn't want to rack up medical bills. So he actually spent an entire night in pain. And then finally we woke up at like, well, he didn't sleep, but we woke up at 6 a.m. And then he just it went downhill from there. It was just wild. But I will say um, he went from being completely like, like urinating on himself and not being able to walk. So we called 911 and, you know, thinking, oh, my God, what's happening? But still thinking he's going to be OK. And then I was praying and all of that. And then by the time the ambulance got there, he actually walked out of our apartment with the ambulance people. And they were almost like, well, why'd you call us? And I was like, well, you didn't know what just happened. So my father was actually living with us at the time. Um, David had a very strong familial uh, background and he was very close with his dad. And he's, that's something he always wanted me to have. So my dad was in the middle of struggling with his addiction and my, David decided that it was a good idea for us to help him and for him to live with us. So when David mm. was called to that or had to go to the hospital, I was like, let me stay behind with my dad. David's walking to the ambulance, you know, he'll be fine. Um, but it's crazy because to this day, it's one of those moments in life where you always, you wish you had done something different. You wish you could change something because I stayed with my father and they say he got into that ambulance and they shut the doors and like he had a huge Caesar right after that. So mm. after that, he wasn't conscious for the, the rest of the time that I um, interacted you know, but I will say that that experience for a lot of people, it, it would like for a lot of people I knew, family members, friends, it kind of it tarnished their faith. But for me, it did the opposite. Um, but I didn't know still how to cope with that loss. I didn't know. So I just went right to alcohol. And it's interesting because 
my entire life, I was told, stay away from alcohol. You can't do it. It's in our family on both sides. You really cannot do it. I mentioned my father being an addict. Um, he literally had a stroke when I was 19 and lost um, feeling on the entire left side of his body, uh, all because he was taking medication to stop drinking for his wife wanting him to quit, which obviously, you know, you would want that, but he didn't want that for himself. So he would take the medication and then drive around. He was self-employed and consume and consume a fifth of vodka a day. So eventually his body rejected that. And so, yeah, he became paralyzed uh, on his left side of his body. And he was told though, he was told um, during that time that, you know what, if you quit this addiction, if you quit this alcohol and you go to rehab and you put the dedication to you know, restoring your, your body, you will heal. You'll heal. You'll have 99% mobility back. That mm. was when I was 19. I'm 34. And now he's, I mean, he's progressed. He's, he's that's how strong addiction is, man. It gets a hold of people and it's, it's powerful, but, but you also know how powerful we are and how powerful you are. And like you did all the work to heal. Yes, ma'am. But mm. it's, this, this story, that, thank you so much, first off, for this vulnerability and authenticity of sharing this, Amber, watching you grow to this, but watching yes. you grow through this process and hearing you be able to talk about this yes. and say this with such like poise and confidence. And like, it's, it's so, I mean, I'm, I got emotional a few times you just saying this, I'm like, oh my gosh, I knew bits and pieces. I knew the gist of it, but hearing the details, that's wow that's a deep level of trauma and that's yeah. a deep level of experience so it definitely continue your story but i just it just i'm so proud of how far you've come and just thank you for being because you know you there's so much fear of judgment out there you being so vulnerable and openly speaking about the details of this deep like that you had to go through it creates an energy of uh safety and authenticity uh for our, everyone to hear so it, it creates this powerful ripple effect for other people to share their stories and continue healing so thank you so much for sharing this but but definitely continue with with where your dad was at oh absolutely and you know what guys it's because you guys did it and, and shared your stories that i feel like i have to share it so if just one person hears it and one person mm -hmm. takes something from this and does it then Oh my gosh, you know, we're just, you know, we're ahead of the game. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but so, you know, for honestly years, I lived on, I call it autopilot. I just, I, 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 I excelled at work. I've, I really just dove into my, into my job and I just, I just excelled at work. And then at night I would go and hang out with friends and, you know, you're young, so it's normal to have alcohol at these, you know, these interactions or whatever. So I just right. made a huge part of my life. So <laughs> I got to a point where I was just really just going to work and getting drunk. And then also I became really, really dependent on anti-anxiety medication, specifically Valium. Mm -hmm. And then um, to be able to function at work and be able to offset the volume, I would take Adderall during the day. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's and what then, happens. That's how, that's how they get you. It's, it's such a, it's so similar to David. I remember yeah, that really David is. at it's trade crazy. shows. Yeah. That's right. that's right. I understand the volume. Cause I, I Xanax had a hold of me for sleep for like damn near 30 years. So I know how I can't imagine though, having to battle and the downer, and the upper, that's a lot. <laughs>
girl, I don't even know. I, it's unreal. I can't even, when I think about it now, I can't even believe how I used to exist. It's wild. It's interesting. But yeah. then in 2015, all of a sudden something, something happened inside of me. I, I just, it's like I woke up in my own life and I realized I was in this crazy rut. And it's, it's hard. Hey, sorry about the disconnect there, Amber, a little technical difficulty, but yes, bring us to uh, where you were at when you woke up um, within yourself. <laughs> yeah, no worries. So in 2015, basically, I just woke up in my own life. I was like, what is happening? And now I know it was my higher self just telling me to get out of the situation that I was in, get away wow. from all the influence I was in just so I could see the bigger picture. So <laughs> I packed all of my stuff into my Honda. I convinced my boyfriend at the time to move to Colorado. Uh, everybody around me, including my own mother, were, really thought I was going insane, I think. Uh, but I had an uncle out here, so I knew it was safe. But I just, I had to, I had to get out. Um, I think that, David, you can probably relate with that at some point, because I know that you are also from Virginia, and now you live in Texas. So when... Yes, <laughs> it's, it's a calling, and you can't really... Well, Megan was my major influence to moving out here, but... <laughs> sure as hell not moving to freaking D.C. or Virginia. I was like, <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> but, but yes, I did. I packed up and moved a few times. I moved to Florida once. I moved to New York. I've done a few of those jumps where you just got to kind of follow that. Yeah, I mean, just living away from everyone and everything that you've known, survival instincts kick in and you, your perspective just broadens. You know what I mean? It's just I, that was for me the beginning of I, my awakening because I really got to start seeing like what I liked, what you know what I mean? Like what I wanted to do, what I want. Just it's just interesting and not just what I've been doing with my friends for the last 20 years or talking about or it's just everything changed for me. Um, so when I moved to Colorado for the, I became sober, uh, for, from alcohol for a time. Wow. Just like only, that. Well, yeah. Um, that I call it like a, a baby step for me because it was only a few months. Um, and really I didn't understand. I just started smoking all the marijuana. <laughs> oh girl, I did that too, honey. I love me some marijuana. You know that, but. <laughs> I just, the alcohol, it just still had too much of a grip on me. And I was not oh, acknowledging yeah. it. I still, I oh, was yeah. like, oh no, this is not a problem for me. I'm just doing it because everybody else does. It's fine. I can just have a drink socially, but that just very quickly turned into not, not very social. Yep. I mean, I would still drink socially, but then, you know, just every night by myself getting drunk. Two like, turns into 10, turns into 15. Yep. That was me. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, historically in the past, I call a, a hybrid alcoholic. So I would drink every day and to the maximum. So I know what you're saying, David, about only being wow. happy when I have one drink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> say it again. Oh. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, but it wasn't until March, honestly, of last year when all of this craziness ensued that it hit me that I needed to at least stop taking the pills. I wasn't ready to acknowledge that the alcohol was a problem, but... I knew that the pills needed to end. I, I guess I thought if the world was going to be shut down, then I had to get rid of that dependency. So to me, yeah, it's, that's good. it's ironic though, because it's ironic that that's what started all of this. Um, because now I just, I feel like a truth warrior. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely are. And girl, I feel like you might have the award for like attended the most magical ceremonies. <laughs> It's we'll, my we'll get to that. I, I we'll we'll I definitely. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Go ahead. What it's are you going to say? It's funny to me because I mean, like, you. I don't know. Yeah, we will get there. 
I just, I, I wanted to, I wanted to find, I found a form of therapy. So basically that regular therapy, like I've gone to it. My parents, my mother wanted me to try that. So I, I tried it. I did that a lot as a young adult and in, in my early twenties and it never resonated with me, but I'd also had um, psychedelics at festivals and things like that, but I never used that for healing. Well, you guys, I, I got caught up on the podcast at some point where I, I mean, I'd literally been to your podcast. And I think I got to the point where you guys had hosted your first ceremony and you did your episode about it. And I was listening to it and I was like, oh my gosh, they're, they're actually facilitating some healing, like some that I can have access to, you know? And mm -hmm. that's when it started. So um, I went to my first ceremony that was in January of this year. And I got to tell you, I went in there with no expectation just because, like I said, I'd, I'd done the medicine before and I just been, uh, felt connected to God um, when I'd done mushrooms before, but never thought it, it could facilitate any kind of healing. But, <laughs> oh man, I, <laughs> it's so hard to truly like put to, into words the magical experience. It really, it's hard because- well Ask me, I'm like, oh my God, can you just attend one? <laughs> just come to a Belize <laughs> retreat or, you know what I mean? I mean, everybody needs, I truly believe that everybody needs to experience it at least once. People always want to yeah. quantify tra trauma and we can get into that later, but people really do. I I've literally had a friend say, well, you know, my story isn't like yours. So I don't know if I, I should go to a ceremony and take up someone else's spot for healing. And I'm like, oh Whoa. my gosh. Well, and the so other great. thing is that some people want it to be like a one ceremony heal all. And it's like healing is in layers. Like I've been to so many, you know, ceremonies to get certain levels of healing. Oh my gosh. So, Every and so you're proof of that. Oh my yeah. God. Every ceremony has been incredibly impactful in a different way. So my very first ceremony I went to, like I said, I had very little expectation, but you get there and you know, the room is just, I mean, the building space is so beautiful. I mean, you guys really do just do an amazing job with that. You've got just powerful, everybody there facilitating is just, a, they have a powerful energy. You've got the sage going, the incense, just the beautiful lights. I mean, this is, the vibe is so beautiful. It's hard to explain. And so that in itself, you know, you're nervous. I got to tell you though, David, if I didn't know you, it would be hard to get on that plane to go to that first ceremony. So yeah. Oh yeah. It, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if so I'm so thankful that I did know David from ADT because it definitely facilitated my transformation but I gotta say for anybody listening to this like this is your sign to just if you're if don't let fear drive you if you want that healing just push back that push past that fear and, and get on that plane or no get in the car or just or sign up just go you know it's this, yeah. just getting yourself there is so important because once you get yourself there Oh my gosh, it's all downhill from there. It really truly oh, is. Like, and you couldn't feel more safe, right? Yeah. Amber, oh thank God. you so much for saying that because it's that's the thing that stops people. Not only 100%. that's a whole other topic, but not only the fear around the medicines, but the the fear within the people of like, you know, taking those steps to take to find that healing, to go to that unknown well, place. And do it around other people. Right. Like right. I get it. Because I was one of those people, you know, way back when. I was definitely one of those people. Yeah, I get it. Thank you for saying that though, Amber. That's super powerful words. We can talk all day about how um, divine and special these ceremonies have uh, been for people, but it's different when it's someone that has personally experienced it and had the transformation that isn't like 
a founder. So thank you for that. And you've experienced it in in all ways. Like you've experienced, you know, part of the formula, you know, just the mushroom ceremonies. You've been to so many of those, but then you've actually experienced like the full formula, you know, that we did over in Belize. And you can be able to compare the two. Oh yeah. Uh, so, and I, so I'll tell you before I went to my first ceremony, I took notes from your podcast when you were talking about David, um, using LSD to separate oh, from love alcohol. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, Girl, I that's my that, favorite. Well, and I went home for Christmas and my cousin had it. So I was <gasps> like, that's the universe, you know? So wow. I, you know, but it's funny because that's, that's the intention I made, but I was, I was still drinking when I was using, when I was having the LSD and it's funny. So we had, um, we had the LSD and I was drinking and we were just having a good old time, but then, um, everybody goes to sleep and I'm just hanging out by myself and I'm looking at the, I was drinking Bud Light Lime and it's made by Anheuser-Busch, which has the initials AB, which are my initials. And I was just having this whole experience with like, this is some curse, like, oh my gosh. And so I made a vow to the universe right then and there that I wasn't going to drink anymore. Oh, I remember that. I remember. I did not know that. I remember that because you told me about that. You you told me about that. You told me the A B all that. I remember that specifically. Wow, I never knew that. I love that story. LSD is my favorite substance in the world. So, but there's a caveat because I, being the addict I am, the next day I so I made this intense promise with the universe. Like I had this crazy intense moment, right? The next day I go to my grandma's house and she's trying to like give me drinks, feed me drinks. I did good with saying no for a while, but then conversation started turning to the things I didn't like and whatever. So I partook the alcohol. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. I was a seasoned alcoholic guys, never hung over, whatever. The next day I spent the entire day for six hours driving from North Carolina to Colorado, puking my guts out. My See, that's how I was. That's why I never liked drinking. Cause so I felt horrible. That was the universe. Definitely. So the thing is, this intelligence that is uh, undescribable by human words has a sense of humor, allows for free will, will present opportunities, but lets you make the decision and have to sit with the consequences. Mm-hmm. It's so, but there's... But there is something so powerful with LSD, though. There is. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that, definitely the universe being like, well, all right, guess you didn't get it. Here's your... <laughs> uh, Exactly. So that was the last day I ever had alcohol. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a great way to end it. That's the last. It's awesome. Awesome. Well, this is an incredible story. Keep it rolling, girl. So that was, um, that was about three weeks before my first ceremony. Um, okay. So when I went into my first ceremony, yeah, I was freshly sober. Um, but I got to tell you, that is literally, not- I, I, yeah, yeah, girl. And that, in my heart, I know that, that these ceremonies are what have, really helped me get to the root of my addiction and be able to, to just, I mean, now being sober is not even a choice that I have to make every day. It's just my reality. Do you know what I mean? Oh my God. My heart is so happy. to So beautiful. Filled with joy. (laughs) So um, now, now we're at my first ceremony. Um, Amazing experience, you know, just the whole vibe and all that. So beautiful. So I'm, I'm at, you know, I'm feeling really at ease. And then Megan's formula is incredibly powerful. At first, I got to say I was skeptical because you do a lot of yoga. Everyone is. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, yoga was not part of my life at the time. So, but I got to tell you, when the medicines kick in, I, that, I was very thankful for the yoga. Mm-hmm. I just, the, everything, the way all that plays out is just very beautifully done, very divine. And once you experience it, you just know. Um, mm-hmm. anyway, and I don't even know how I knew that formula. It's something that was just programmed in me or something. <laughs> You can tell. I can tell. I've seen you do your thing a lot, and I can tell that 
you are just otherworldly when, I mean, just you are. So I don't love know. You. <laughs> I love you. Oh, I was 1133 when you said that on the time. Oh. <laughs> well, it's 111 too. Oh my God. Yeah. And it's 111. Oh my gosh. Love it. Uh, um, so, and I've never okay, done so continue. I, so, and I've never done breathing like that before. And that breathing guys is powerful. And you know, Megan, you do yeah. a good job of setting it up too, because you say, you said, you said, you know, you can do anything for an hour or, and just, you know, you came here for this. I mean, you just let us know how important it is. And it is that important. I mean, it sets the tone of the whole ceremony. I had someone that came one time that was too cool to do it and they didn't do it. And they did not have the same experience as every single other person there. You know what I mean? So they came back because (laughs) of that. And then they did it and And they they had a different experience. And then they came back again. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's incredible and it's such a beautiful tool to use with and without medicine. I mean, yep. I'm so thankful. Yep. Every day yeah. That it's, yeah. And can I say something? Please. We've been talking recently about fasting. I bet to what you're talking about. mentioned, And I want you to try doing the breath work when you're fasting because five minutes to vibrate. Like we do, you know what I mean? Like it's amazing. And the clarity is amazing. But anyway, I don't want to get us off track. No. Yes. So the first time, so I've never experienced anything like that. And and so anyway, we're going through this breathing and I, all of a sudden my legs just go numb and I freaked out. I was literally about to raise my hand and go, excuse me, like I'm paralyzed, but something. So I'm, I kind of skipped ahead because my my boyfriend that passed, his name was also David. And Mm -hmm. it's crazy because when we're doing this breathing, you guys were playing drums. And all of a sudden, I saw David's feet. And it's crazy. I hadn't thought about him forever. Yeah, he Whoa. used to do this crazy thing where he danced with the, just in his crazy feet and legs. And all of a sudden, I saw his feet and legs. And then I heard him. I knew he was there. So no. my legs, <laughs> it was wild. And I, it was okay, though, because I knew I was communicating with David since he died. I just used to um, chalk it up and say, oh, no, that's not real. That's just you coping with grief or whatever. But oh, no, it's after real. that experience. After that experience, girl, it was just undeniable. So I love this. (laughs) So when my legs went numb, when I was about to raise my hand to go, excuse me, I'm paralyzed. I just heard him say, (laughs) no, it's okay. (laughs) You just need to keep breathing. And then my body did this crazy thing, this rocking thing. And it's just, it felt like my, in my left side, ironically enough, when my father's paralyzed, it felt heavier. I was paralyzed either way, but my left side felt Uh heavier. When I was doing that movement, the the heaviness would come out of that left side, and I don't know. I just I I just started feeling this crazy um, understanding, and just just forgiveness and and deep love for my father. Something I've never felt in my life, and just powerful. understanding, just, yeah, and just understanding where he was coming from in life, and just and just forgiving him for not being what I expected him or whatever to be, and. Mm. And then I just thought, you know, if I'm going to be paralyzed for the rest of my life, fine. And then, you know, it's crazy because then all of a sudden I heard, okay, you can stop now. So I did like stop the movement. And then I felt my legs again. <laughs> yeah. I always it was... preface it now with, you know, you might not be able to move your hands or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> one girl. Okay. Wow. That's so beautiful that you're able to meet your father with where he was at though, with the forgiveness. Cause that is so energetically heavy to hold on to. So that's just, yes, that's so beautiful. That is powerful. I mean, it's just, it's, it's incredible. And it's something, so I walked away from that ceremony thinking like, wow, like 
I must be so healed. Like I'm so healed. I didn't even know that that was bothering me. I must be so healed now. I'm good. Right. (laughs) Onion layer number one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Right. No. Yeah. Got to start somewhere. Yeah. I've done five total ceremonies just so (laughs) it's like, no, I, I started to integrate that. And then I just started realizing like, I wanted, there's more, like I wanted to go deeper. So I went back in February and, you know, to be honest, I knew that there was things that there was deep things. So child, I knew that I had been touched as a kid. I, it was something that had been spoken about in my family, but it was always weird because it was like something that was told to me, but then very hush hush. So I didn't ever bring it up and it was just something that I didn't ever want to touch. So I, Honestly, and the story changed a million times too about what 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 it was and the circumstances. So I just wanted to ignore that. There was plenty of other things for me to focus on. So I honestly, in February, I knew I wanted to go deeper to something, but I was scared. So I just asked to connect with my spiritual gifts uh, in my February ceremony. But during that breathing, and, and during that breathing, I vibrated so intensely that I literally thought like that you guys had given me some. Like I was like what like i giving me double the dose or something but i just realized that <laughs> oh no and david no just kidding no i know no no he I, wouldn't do that no and he he hadn't even offered the second round of medicine at the time it was just the way that i was vibrating it was crazy and i was getting all these downloads and i heard from david that time and he told me that my grandfather was there and that my grandmother june was there who i'd never even think about and that they were proud of me for doing what they couldn't do Oh wow. wow! Oh my god! That's so powerful, man! <laughs> wow! Because yeah, but when you hear something as a collective, but like the ancestral line, all of it healed. I didn't even. Oh, what you learned about in ayahuasca you know? later on, but we'll jump to that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and I didn't know what it meant. I I didn't know what it meant. I just I knew it was powerful, and it it really did resonate with me. But I didn't know what it meant, which is kind of a big part of this journey in my experience. You don't always know the meaning of things at first, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. um, at that point, though, after that ceremony, I knew that I needed to explore that sexual abuse because I, I wanted yeah. to keep going deeper. But when you when you're trying to go deeper, sometimes you, you know, you get blocked because you have these things that you need to deal with. So people yep. get to those things and they stop. They're like, oh, no, you know. That's right. They turn away. That's what happens. That happens a lot. Actually, they'll get to a point or they'll do one ayahuasca ceremony or they'll get to a certain point and they see something that freaks them out and they won't go deeper. You're absolutely right. That's and a big thing. Me, I got healing from every ayahuasca, but my 10th ayahuasca is when I had the all the lupus, the, all the physical healing. You know what I mean? So you got to keep yeah. pushing past that. But yeah, great, great point. Go ahead and continue. Yeah, this is amazing for saying that. I mean, yeah, no, it's so I went into my third ceremony. Um, really, that was in April. And I I never expect anything like David, you're really good about saying don't put any expectations out there, but set intentions, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I wanted to pull those repressed memories because I knew I knew I knew somewhere inside of me because the answers are inside of us, right? So, yep. I knew I had the answers, but I needed, I thought I was going to have to have ayahuasca to be able to pull up the repressed memories. So, you know, at this point, that's how powerful your breath is. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, I'm familiar with the routine and your formula. So I wanted to go in and just breathe, you know, I just wanted to to go in and breathe. And, um, during the breathing that time, um, 
my David, the one that had been present, he'd been there for all my ceremonies. He wasn't there that time. But I did have a Native American guide. It was interesting. Like, wow. it was a whole different vibe. It was just incredibly intense. And I, I was sweating profusely during the whole ceremony and, and the whole breathing. And I just, I felt like I was on this, like, crazy, just dark ex- exp- expedition. I don't know how to explain it. And mm. I heard my, that ancestral guide, that Indian guide say, my child, you have to go to the dark forest to get to the light. Like, I, he specifically wow. said that to me. And we're doing this breathing, Megan, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And I'm seeing all this crazy stuff. And, girl, you said, we would normally stop now, but I'm getting a message that I have to keep going. So, like, bear with me, guys. Like, you said that. Ooh, that's oh. right. I forgot about that ceremony. That's the only time she's ever done that. Only Dude, time. I'm telling you. It was wild. All of a sudden, like, literally a minute or, I don't know, time, whatever. But, like, shortly after you said that, it was like, all of a sudden, these memories came flooding back. And I just this guttural like cry came out of me and I just started sobbing and it was just like beautiful beautiful and then I knew I knew who my abuser was like right then and I was like girl I got chill me too it was it was insane and I I literally at that moment and that's what's so beautiful about this formula that you've got Megan is because like at that moment I felt like my world had just been crushed like I don't it's hard to explain to other people but I think you can I don't know and, you know, I just didn't know how I was going to live with that information. And that's what's so amazing about the formula, because the the, the meditation affirmation piece of it, like, you brought me full circle to, even though I wasn't able to get the forgiveness that I needed to obtain, like, that I eventually knew I needed to get to, I yeah. felt like I was still strong enough to be able to mm-hmm. live with the knowledge that I had just uncovered. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. <sighs> Wow. Oh my gosh. So now we're at the ayahuasca retreat. Um, uh, I, first of all, how amazing was the Belize retreat? Cause I can't wait to do that again. Girl, life changing. I mean, it's just, for I was blown away. I mean, it's you girl are just, you're just a master of what you do. And I, it's so hard to put it into words, but it's an incredible experience and it truly does change lives. Like you can I just keep saying that. Mm, but I just I, Girl, wish I, I love just, you like, so much thank you for that <laughs> like I am always learning thank you for that for though well I mean hand hands down some of the best days of my life I had on that trip and that's not hundred percent same and you had a I'm not not to compare experience else by she any means because because everyone has their own experience and you can't compare experiences, but wow, yours was quite unique. You were the show star <laughs> night number yeah, one. You were the show star uh, pretty, pretty much I like to, I like the whole to time. That, I, I like to sum that night up as the purge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but that's so healing. That's the thing. And it's different than like if you have the flu or something, but like, oh, it, so but you different. did. Yeah, yeah, but it's that you literally your body feels completely different the next day when you purge like that. I mean, incredibly clean. So, and it's wild. So, after the very first, the guys, so the first Aya ceremony, it was wild because we were sitting there and I was just breathing because I was so nervous. I mean, I knew I had been calling me for a long time. I mean, it just had been. And it's like the way that it all worked out, it was the universe. I mean, it just. You guys are incredible just being able to be on that trip and the, my passport timing and all of that was insane. But oh my God, I forgot about that. That's right. 
Yeah, it, I got my passport two days before the trip. It was wild. But oh, it, it, but it's just the experience by itself was just very daunting I knew it was my medicine and what I needed but you know it's just nerve-wracking so I was sitting there trying to calm myself and all that and guys the room the intensity and just the 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 shamans like their energy and all of that I was vibrating just by breathing in there before (laughs) any rafe before any any kind of medicine no these shamans are whoa yeah they're holy holy powerful and when I was purging that whole time, I knew it wasn't normal. I, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's hard to explain. And the yep. stuff that was coming out of me, it was, it was black flakes. I don't know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Danilo said like <laughs> that I had purged for. Who is the shaman by the way? Yeah. For ancestor. I mean, for many generations of, of crazy bad witchcraft is what they wow. said. So just to just to clarify that for our listeners, Danilo is the master shaman that uh, facilitates the entire ceremony. I've never in my entire life met a more holy, anointed, powerful human being. Never have I came up to Amber and said, you are literally purging and healing ancestors and cleaning and clearing energy from dark witchcraft from historical stuff and amber was healing all of that wow girl <laughs> freaking warrior. wow warrior <laughs> and that's I mean, a warrior soul man yeah and it's such a great environment too and it's it's i like that you brought up megan that you know people worry about people watching them and stuff those yep. experiences like you're no, you're so yeah that's impossible journey. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. Nobody's worried about what you're doing or anything like that. Like everybody's on their own journey. So I just wanted to say that, but on the second night, um, I, I didn't purge nearly as much, but really I just, what I took away from the second night is that you just have to acknowledge the darkness to bring it to light and eradicate mm-hmm. it yeah. because for generations, my, my family, the women in my family, they, they sought, I guess, I don't know, consciously, subconsciously rather, you know abusers and the cycle Mm. just repeated itself and i guess you just i had to realize or just acknowledge that the darkness so you can basically eradicate it Mm -hmm. but um the third night was completely different for me um i only purged a few times and i was able to take more medicine so i spent a lot of time resting and then i heard a message that i've been cleaned um but the mushrooms were my medicine is is Mm. what i got from that but after that third ceremony that third ceremony was so intense that that energy, David, do you remember just like we were out there just like it was just so crazy. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was when my yes. mom had the intense night. Yeah, that was a powerful one. Yeah, for sure. And then you had. Oh, but here's where I'm excited. I'm very I'm trying to replace excited with joyful. I'm very joyful to get to the point with the mushroom ceremony in Belize because this is where it's it's really powerful with whatever has been downloaded within me. You know, the mushroom ceremonies when we do them have obviously been profound for you, but did you not witness the difference when you have them whenever it's after you've had the ayahuasca? So the two can work together. Was it not completely different, a different kind of mushroom ceremony? Absolutely. And actually, and that's pretty much the message that I got before the mushroom ceremony. Like you, like you have been cleaned. I have cleaned you like, and now the mushrooms are basically going to do their work. It's pretty much what wow. I got from that. But after that third ceremony, we were we had this really long share circle outside, and it was just this really beautiful energy. 
I uh, went swimming and then I went and took a shower after that third eye ceremony. And I was still just feeling that energy and that um, intenseness of the evening that we just had. And I was just washing my body and all of a sudden it was this crazy, just, oh my gosh, I don't know how to explain it, but it was just this crazy, all of a sudden connection I felt with my body that I had never felt in my entire life, my entire life. And oh my God. It, 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 I actually went and saw you, Megan, like a late, an hour or two later. And like you and I cried, like I just cried. Yes, like, I remember that moment very well. Yes, it was, it was very It was so beautiful. It was like, I didn't realize that, you know, from being abused from just a young age, you disassociate. And I and there's, and there's shame involved when you do that. You know what I mean? Like subconsciously, there's shame. And so, yeah, no, but I love it. Like now you love your body, every part of it. Absolutely. And I want to take care of my body. And it's just incredible. So um, going into that mushroom ceremony after the ayahuasca, I was feeling really light and excited and happy. And it was a great moment. Actually, it was really beautiful, Megan, because girl, like I said, you're otherworldly. And when you're doing those ceremonies. <laughs> well, that was my best performance. Ayahuasca was activating in me with the mushrooms because girl I was like tripping so hard because I take the medicine too but I was tripping so normally I'm not tripping or I take a lower dose I took the same dose but the formula could I was so at first I was like oh how am I gonna do <laughs> staring at me you know what I mean so it was my best performance like spirit just worked through me a hundred percent my higher divine god self took over but that's what happens with ayahuasca so too, is like a spirit takes over. Yes. And it's, it is so obvious and like watching you it's, and then with, during that ceremony, you were like, I don't remember exactly the wording, but you were like, and now let's go outside and, and see <laughs> our friends. And we go outside and there's the being like, and you yeah, there's all been inside the whole time. <laughs> And they were like down yes. low, hovering right over the mushroom ceremony. Like, oh my gosh, girl, that was the most magical moment. And but now they've been visiting us out. every night since then. Like, it's crazy. Yes. It was and you've <laughs> seen them since then. Other people that were at our Belize retreat have seen them. No, I know. I know. I, I've, yeah, I saw one outside of my apartment too. I think I sent you a Marco. It's insane. Like, yeah. it's crazy because we were in the, in the room and then you were leading the retreat and then it was all of a sudden like on time, like it was over and you were like, let's go outside. And then it was there. It was just like, it's just yeah. when you're in your zone. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it was, that was magical. I'm telling you, there's something with ayahuasca and mushrooms. The two of those go to well, go together so well. It's beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. It's and and exactly. Pleasant. It's not, it's not like it's, you don't have the, well, I guess some people could still purge if they need to purge something energetically, but, but for the most part, you know, the ayahuasca with the mushrooms is a quite pleasant experience. A super, I mean, Except it's amazing. Except for me facilitating. I'm like over there, <laughs> like stressed out in my mind in the beginning, but I finally found my, found my groove, but have mercy. That was that was a challenge for me. You did incredible. Because I had never I mean, done it. Never well, I had never <laughs> performed a mushroom ceremony right after. I knew the formula because I've experienced it myself. So I knew that's why I created that formula. But when I experienced it in a facil facil facilitating manner after, I was like, OMG, this is insane. So, but man, I can't wait to do it again, though. Like now that I am prepared for it, I'm like, let's go. 
Well, and that's just what you're meant to do. It's what you're called to do. So, I mean, it's, I can't say, I I can't say anything else about it, except for that's your calling. And that's, you can totally tell when you're watching you in your element, but no, I love you. Um, So once that ceremony was over, I got to say, so that, that was such a great vibe and that was such a wonderful ceremony, but I still, I had spent so much time uh, preparing for the trip from Belize um, or to Belize and just honestly, probably maybe hiding from myself a little bit. So from having my key um, abuser revealed to me when mm-hmm. in April and then going, just getting to Belize, I hadn't really integrated or dealt with that. So right. the energy in that room helped facilitate. So by the time that mushroom chairman was over, you know, Elena, um, she looked at me and she knew like I needed to go back to the room and I just, I, cause I wanted to be able to forgive my abuser, but it was just, I wasn't able to get there. I mean, as beautiful as everything was, I just was still having a hard time getting over that last hurdle. Right. So I, I came back from Belize feeling so amazing though. It was like so refreshed, so full of joy. It's like we really were in 5D for like two weeks. Oh yes. <laughs> that place, that, that specific place is 5D for sure. I mean, and I mean, it's just an incredible experience. So when you come back to the real world, you, you have a lot of integrating to do. Um, so I got to say, I just got to say, I'm so inc- incredibly grateful for Elena. Um, so Elena, for those of you listening, um, is our uh, integration coach. So she does all the integration follow-ups uh, after retreats. Yeah, and it's I can't recommend it enough because, you know, I mentioned before, I'm not one on therapy. This isn't that, but it is community and it does give you tools, like what you need um, to take those lessons that you learn through these deep, 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 profound experiences um, and be able to actually function with them and, you know, like I said, and, and live, live your best life. So, you know, basically um, I got back from Belize and just started integrating and, and still working through things, but really, really, really wanting to get to that piece of forgiveness. So you guys had a ceremony in July and you know, I really, really wanted to attend, um, really because I wanted to see you guys and I wanted to experience that breathing. Just that formula is so incredible. Um, but I was hoping, you know, to get to that point of forgiveness though, I gotta say, I was a little skeptical of it because I thought, you know, I'd hidden this for myself for 30 years. It's probably going to take some time to get to that point of forgiveness. And if that's the case, then that is what it is. But, you know, there was something different about that July ceremony. I just, David was back again and he did tell me that there was going to be, he said, we're going to do some work with the inner child. And I just laughed because at that point, you know, I'm, I'm just used to these little messages. And that time during Kristen, you know, she's amazing yoga facilitator that you guys use. She's the best yoga teacher in the world as far as I'm concerned. Kristen's otherworldly. She just, she's amazing. And during her shock, she's a master. She uh, incredible what she does. Yeah. Her meditation. um, Wow. Okay. So during the, yeah, during the chakra uh, meditation, I started crying when it got to the throat. I just, I started crying and that makes I was sense. like, okay, this is going to be special. Um, so then it was time for the breathing and I was so ready at this point. I'm a seasoned experiencer, right? You know? Mm-hmm. So, um, every other, every other ceremony, I had to do the breath work for the entire time, usually, um, to, to get that breakthrough, get that experience. Um, but this time, about halfway through, I just started sobbing. I mean, I was just, I, Poppy was over there, like trying to get me to breathe. And I was like trying, cause I love to breathe so much, but it, just, it was, well, just, if you're crying, you need to cry. So <laughs> I'll let Poppy know. 
No, 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 no. I always no, beg. No. You're either crying or you're breathing. There ain't <laughs> yeah. no one doing anything in between that. <laughs> no, she was just laughing too. It was. She was. No, laughing, she's amazing. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I love her. But um, you know, at one point, you know, Megan, you're 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 going through this. Um, you're doing your thing, and you're saying what you say, and you know, all of a sudden, my abuser appeared in front of me, and this time it was so easy, like for me to just forgive him. And I was, I just gave him a huge hug and it was easy. I I was just hugging him. And then all of a sudden he turned into my little four-year-old self. Like, and I I just started like, I don't, (laughs) I don't know how to explain it. People hurt people. Yeah. It's like, what happened to him? Yeah. And I just felt so much love. Like I, I I was hugging her so tight. I didn't want to let go. And and then I don't know. The ceremony was over, and I just felt so peaceful. So, oh, I, yeah. yeah, you set yourself free, what but you're a, doing the work, and you are the medicine. You know, a journey. What a journey! Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. I I love it because I get it. I've had to do the work. I'm still doing the work. You know, but like I've healed so much like so much you know but i didn't take just one ceremony and this is a great testament to that amber you've you know as much as you know we appreciate all the kind words about these ceremonies and everything we put on as magical you have to do the work like there is no magic pill like because you've had all these profound experiences because you keep showing up because you're willing to go deep it's like how bad do you want it like you are the other half of that you have that stuff within you so you deserve all the praise all the kind words you You deserve every rope and you wanted it that badly so you have you you are the entire part of this and it's it's well, thank you. And thank you guys so much for speaking your stories, like speaking your truth and, and, and giving and saying the tools and just, and giving and sharing your downloads because this is how we're going to heal. This is how light's going to win. And I just truly believe that. So. Oh, that's so true. And Amber is going to be coming on board full time with us. Major is about to make some really big steps, really exciting. Everything's in the works right now, all happening in divine timing as the universe orchestrates things for Costa Rica. And we couldn't be more grateful to have Amber coming aboard with us full time. I am so ready. I'm so ready. It's going to be an amazing journey. I cannot wait. And, you know, we and as we help people heal, we are also, you know, still working on ourselves. You know what I mean? We are still even as facilitators, like we are still growing and evolving each time that we do these. Like every time I facilitate the meditate and affirmate, like those words are going into, you know, I'm speaking them with that feeling. You know what I mean? So it's profoundly helping me each time I facilitate. Amazing. Yes. And, you know, I'm glad you mentioned the affirmations because. When, when I first started hearing about that, I was like, oh, that sounds great in theory, but oh my gosh, does it work? Do they work? Oh my gosh. I just, everybody should just go out there and just start, start a morning routine. Seriously. It's not that hard. Even if you just five minutes, just do it. That's right. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's that, it's really that simple. Exactly. Wow. You, you've got to, you got to write, we're working on our book. You got to write a book, Amber. This is beautiful. What a journey. What a powerful spirit you are too. You have such a warrior soul. I mean, so many people would have either stopped, delayed it or 
something at any of those points you were talking about after these experiences, like, okay, that's enough. Good for that. All right. <laughs> that was a hell of an, ex but you just keep pushing through all the way through. And this is why you're going to be so deeply rewarded, you know, the rest of this experience in your life, because you've done this work, you've done what so many, uh, for their own, you know, not judging, but for their own reasons, aren't ready, don't seem to be ready to do, you are ready to do it and you're that doing you it. You are going to be, you are inspiring other people to be able to start That's doing right. it. That's right. When they hear this and it relates to them, you know what I mean? Yes. Well, I, I'm just, the more and more I, I'm on this journey, the more I know this is what we came here for, right? Like, that's right. <laughs> well, that's been crystal clear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You are yeah. incredible. Thank you for all of this. And it's crazy. We've been trying to do this podcast for a couple months now. And I'm so happy because I knew, I knew this was going to be such a beautiful one. Your story is so unique and so powerful and it's going to touch so many people. I want everyone to hear this. So anyone listening to this, I usually don't do this, but if you could share this with a friend, share this with a family member, someone that needs this. Amber has went through and fought through the these deep, deep, deep levels of multidimensional ancestral healing that so many people need, but uh, just either don't know that's out there or don't know if they can do it. Amber is a great example of that. Her story is so share her story uh, because it, it needs to be heard. Thank you for all your strength. Your and retreat, your you actually get a meter. Yeah, oh, Amber wow. coming. Amber's coming on the. You'll get to meet her uh, in person too, and. So thank you for all the strength and all the courage and everything to telling us all this, Amber. We really appreciate it. And what, what we do with everyone, and I know you know the question because you've listened to the podcast. We oh, ask everybody one question before we get off. And that is, if you could leave the world with one message, what would that be? So you're right. I did know that you were going to ask. So I've been planning to say lead with love, but, uh -huh. but now I'm going to say vibe so high, no matter how hard they try. Okay. Wow. I love that. Good. I love that. That's especially like great. Way to vibe high, breath work, fruit. And that's, you know what, that's a great thing right now during this crazy ascension that so many are going through in this time in humanity. Vibe so high. I love that. Thank you. Because when everything. you do that, the people that aren't meant to be, they just easily fall off effortlessly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for everything, Amber. It was an absolute pleasure having you on. And we can't wait to see you. Amber's going to be helping facilitate uh, an upcoming retreat we have in October in uh, Crystal October Beach. October 21st, 21st. the 25th. It's in Galveston, Texas. And there's still time. If anyone's interested to hop on, we got a few spots left. Uh, there's still time for the dieta. So definitely holla. And Amber's going to be facilitating there. So you can meet us and Amber. <laughs> yes. Thank you guys so much. This was amazing. You're amazing, Amber. Thank you. We love you so much. Love you, sister. Happy healing. Happy healing. Love you.